Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kisma. Today's topic is the universe is freaking fast. Welcome to the Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kisma, bringing you ancient wisdom for modern day success so that you can sparkle just a little bit brighter each and every day. If what you hear speaks to your soul, go ahead and give us a rating and a review in iTunes. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And hey, if there's somebody in your life that you think would enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. Well, hello there, Nick. Good evening, Kisma. How are you? I am doing wonderfully. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited for this topic, the universe is freaking fast. And what does that mean to you? Well... I think it's rather self-explanatory, but the flip side of that is procrastination and how to annihilate procrastination. Oh, yeah. I bet none of our listeners ever procrastinate. Well, I know. I never procrastinate. Me neither. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why why would you procrastinate? (laughs) All right. Seriously, folks, I get it. I know. I've been there. It's something I, I look at procrastination as an epidemic. And it really goes against the universe because not to get too love, light and clueless, but the universe is this bundle of energy and it really wants us to take action and be in flow. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, you know, if there was a college degree and procrastination, I'm pretty sure that I would have qualified for that. Perhaps a master's. A master's. Yeah. Maybe even a master's (laughs) or a doctorate. (laughs) Of course, I would have never gotten my actually degree because I would have put it off. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it goes against the the natural flow of life. Like life does move at a really different pace, and mm-hmm. especially in this day and age, like things mm-hmm. are speeding up, and there's a lot going on. But this is not new. Like right. it's not like there's just suddenly new rules to the universe and the world and how things work. Uh, it's just that. Now we have more opportunity than ever to step into an amazing flow with that. Yes, totally, totally. the biggest impediment, procrastination. Procrastination really, it is like a disease almost. Totally. It's It's a mental disorder. It's a number of beliefs and paradigms and blockages at a subconscious soul level that really dictate the way... A human does things, the pace, the rhythm they do things. And there's this very um, unfortunate element of self-sabotage, which is, I think, really at the base of many, many issues and situations of procrastination. You're saying that people are procrastinating so that they can sabotage themselves? Well, they don't know that. I mean, everyone out there, you know, by the way, we'd love to hear back from you what how this means to you. But It's not that we're setting out, hey, I'm going to self-sabotage this new job that I have. It's like there's some inner belief of whether it's low self-valuation, self-diminishment, lack of self-esteem that will then create a hiccup in the flow of action and create this procrastination. Yeah, that's a good point. There is an element of sabotage about that. Totally. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever we procrastinate, what are we doing? So for instance, uh, you know, who out there has seen right before their eyes an action or a series of action steps that you needed to take for the betterment of either your family, your business, the job you work at, your community, yet you didn't take them. 
Well, I know I've done that. Yeah, I've done it too. So when you look behind that or deep inside of that, what is that? It's not just like, oh, I don't feel like doing it. There's a reason you don't feel like doing it. It's a very low-grade kind of fever and blockage that prevents you from taking the action you know you should. This is why so many businesses, so many entrepreneurs who start businesses don't finish because at the core level, they don't believe in their valuation. Their self-valuation is low. And this really does affect how people take action and follow through and build their business. Does it have to be something so deep or can it just be, I don't like doing that? Well, that can be there too. I just don't like it. There can be a sense of what we would call tamasic behavior. So that tamasic behavior, I, th- I see as a habit. Well, we all have. And just for reference, tamasic is this, all humans have tamasic, rajasic, and sattvic. So- oh. The three the gunas. Three, the three gunas. So tamasic is this lazy, indolent disposition. And rajasic is the go, 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 I'm going to do, 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 very active. And sattvic is that peaceful nature. But dynamic action. But dynamic action. So when a sattvic person or when you're really in your sattvic nature and you take action, it's as powerful as can be without this agitation around it. And so these three qualities are actually expressing in a human being naturally throughout the cycles of the day. So in the past, I know we've had questions about this too, like what's the sattvic time? Like why is that so important? Mm -hmm. Well, that's between 4 and 6 a.m. Right. So that's like the peaceful, like peaceful, focused, yet alert, you know, type of quality mm-hmm. to you. It's the best time for study and reflection. It's the best time to make any change in your life. If you want to plant new seeds, that's the time to do it. Rajasic time is like activity. If you think like if it had a an element quality to it, it'd be more like fire mm-hmm. um, or even like wind, you know, where it's just like it's going in a lot of different directions and it's um, it's it's a, it can be impassioned right. and it's directed um, externally, it's extroverted action into the world, which is basically what we do from 6 a.m., depending on when you wake up, but basically from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., mm-hmm. you know, you're in the activities of the day. That's your work day. You know, that's uh, that's when you're out doing your thing and doing what you do. And then after that is tamasic time. Right. So that's 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. And, and it just look at, like, that's the time when most people are watching TV. Mm-hmm. And that's the time when we go out and do things that, you know. <laughs> might are, cause some trouble. Yeah, it might, it might get in a little, you know, a little trouble if you're going to take <laughs> it out that far. But, um, you know, but that's how the, that's times typically when you'd like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to have a drink, yeah. you know, or I'm mm-hmm. just going to, you know, I'm going to sit back and, mm-hmm. uh you know, maybe you're reading a book, which is nothing wrong with reading yeah, a book. Yeah, nothing's wrong with any of this. This is a normal flow of the day. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. where it's how it's directed. Like are there are constructive, like your rajasic part of the day can be ultra productive. Right. Freaking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Go rock it. But um, it can also be like, it can also be very agitating. Exactly. So when I look at that rajasic piece of the day, the meat of the day, okay, when you're doing the activities that you're required to do or you want to do, think about it. If a human procrastinates during this rajasic time, it's going to create even more turmoil and chaos and really discombobulated energy because that's the time of the day where one is to be in empowered action. Right, right. Yeah, it's painful. Oh, man. Like, you know you're supposed to be doing it. But you're not. And you're just choosing to not do it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's funny. I was out... um, 
awesome waves this week. Mm. Like I've been out surfing every morning mm-hmm. and it's really just been getting better and better and uh, and really amazing. But one of the lessons that I've learned and I continue to relearn out there is that you have to make a decision and you have to take immediate action because right. the, the ocean changes fast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're out, like for me, big for me, and I don't know, like maybe there's, you know, awesome surfers listening to this that are like, dude, but big for me is <laughs> like, you know, we're out in head high waves. Mm-hmm. You know, so four, it's what, five, six? Four to six feet, okay. you know, chest to head high waves, fun size waves, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and they're coming through in sets. Mm-hmm. And they can, those sets can come up really fast. I bet. And especially for me, like I don't have 20-20 vision. I'm nearsighted. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily see them out as far. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> so what, all of a sudden there's a big wave on you? It's com- like when you see it coming. It's there. You're either going, <laughs> you're either going for it or you're paddling directly at it and you're hoping to punch through. Mm. And get over it. Yeah. And if you don't make a decision and yes. act very swiftly, yes. that wave is coming down right on your head. It's going to eat you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and and I made the mistake of like, oh, should I, you know, oh, which way am I going? You know, and then I'm caught right in the middle and then that freaking wave comes yeah. down right on my head. Yeah. And it's like, you talk, like it's literally painful, you mm-hmm. know, it's physical pain mm-hmm. and it's really tiring. So that to me was like one of the biggest life lessons that I just sort of like relearned and understood in a much more deep way mm-hmm. is that when you have the opportunity, you make a choice. And you take an immediate action. Yes. And if you don't, you're actually going to create some major problems for yourself. And this is so true. So I love the, you know, the idea of the wave, because what we're saying is the universe is freaking fast. The universe rewards speed. And I've been doing, give a little plug here. I've been doing these illumination insights on my Facebook page. So just go to my Kisma Awake facebook.com forward slash Kisma Awake. And every day I'm going to do an illumination insight. And today I was talking just about this, like the universe is freaking fast. The universe rewards speed. So, and this is so great. Like you can see it in the nature, right? If you don't make that decision to either whatever you surfer guys do, punch through or paddle or get the wave, it's going to come down on top of you. Yeah. As will life. It's going to run over you just like a Mack truck. It's going to run over you. (laughs) So just like life, if you are faced with decisions and you're not taking action, it might not feel like a wave, but in sometimes it will. And as those lack of action steps happen, is the more procrastination, it's like being pounded again and again and again. And then pretty soon a human is just plain stuck. Well, this is what's happening. And this is the massive amount of people that I see getting beat up by life Ugh. is that they're not taking they're not taking the actions that are in front of them. And so life is just happening to them. Mm -hmm. And then they're really confused and they're disappointed Mm -hmm. and they're beaten up by it. And they're, and they're just like, man, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. Right. And that sucks. It's not a place to live. So how you solve that is by making a decision, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't, a wrong decision is better than no decision at all. And is it ever really wrong? I mean, there will be consequences that are possibly not what you desired, but you'll learn, you'll readjust. I mean, when you're swift at making the decisions, 
you're swift at taking action and you're swift at any recovery that needs to happen. Exactly. That is really important. So swift at decisions, swift at action, swift at recovery. Yeah. You make the decision and then you start running. Yeah. Just go. You Mm got to just go. And things will start to come together. Like when you hold that single pointed focus, I I think we did a whole episode on that on Ekagrata. Right. Um, The single pointed focus. When you hold that single pointed focus on the direction that you're going, and then tack along mm-hmm. the way. So just make adjustments as you go mm-hmm. based on the results that you're getting. You're going to have uh, not only a clear direction, but you're also going to have the momentum behind you. Because right. when you decide, the universe is indifferent, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at it, because it's, you know, we talk about the universe, like, I think it's like almost kind of interchangeable with God. And I think a lot of times people put a personality on God. When I mention this, all I'm talking about is the universal law. The universal law of cause and effect. And the law is impersonal. Right. So when you make a decision, then the natural laws will support you to help to manifest that. Totally. And and I'm going to go just a little woo-woo here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Careful, <laughs> so everybody. So it's not just, all right, the universe is based, anyone with the divine soul energy of wisdom will get this. So if you're getting this, chances are you have this primary energy of wisdom. The universe is based on laws. You've got the law of cause and effect. You know, we see it in the laws of gravity, but in the law of cause effect and in, in the laws of, of truth, what will happen is as Nick said, when we take action, we're rewarded. Now, you can look at it as a massive energy, but I also look at it as each one of you, you have this spiritual team. You have your personal spiritual team. Now, you can sort of giggle and laugh at me, but I know you know you want it. Like, I know you know you want to know who your team is. So you have a personal spiritual team. And when you take action, they're like, awesome. Look at her go. And all of a sudden, your guides and your angels and your unseen teachers are right there supporting you because especially, of course, only they're going to support you if you're taking action in alignment with divine right order and divine right timing, or let's just call it your higher self. Yep. That pretty much turns up like way to take it out there. Yeah, I'm going to take it out there. Spiritual team. It's true. So think about when when you're faced with a decision and you know what the decision is that's in alignment with your higher self, your full potential self, divine right order, and you move in action, the universe is going to reward you energetically and your spiritual team is going to be like right behind you. So that's where I want to say to people, If you're procrastinating because you have fear, let the fear go. Fear is the symptom of procrastination. Fear is a symptom of blockages and beliefs. Take the action, break through, and call upon your team because they are there and they will support you. Yeah, what's that saying? Action is the middle finger to to fear? Or action is the middle finger to resistance. Bam. Yeah, so if you're resisting the action and you just flip it off and take action. Yeah, like, just take an action. Mm-hmm. It, it will, what will happen is at first it'll be like, oh, do I have to? And then you'll do it and you'll get to the other side and you'll you'll have this sense of achievement and fulfillment, which is really a driving need for many humans. And then you realize, okay, I, I got this. And if something goes off kilter, you have the ability to restructure, reboot and reignite and take another action. You've got to know that failure is a gift and it just is a way to get even better at what you're wanting to do. 
I fail endlessly. You have to fail to get good yeah. at something. Yep. How many times when I was playing music did I mess up an excerpt or a concerto or a scale, but who picks up the flute and plays flawlessly the bare concerto? You don't do you have to practice and you have to miss notes and you have to get it out of tune until you understand and get it in your ear and practice and get it right. Failure is a gift. Yeah. And it kind of brings up a topic, you know, maybe for another podcast altogether, but it really, when I think about this, uh, what comes to me is more the artistry of living. Mm, And so like there's a craft to it of having a system to take action, you know, making clear decisions, um, taking supportive actions, but the artistry is like all the little nuances mm-hmm. and all the little unseen things that come your way right. and that you have to constantly adjust to. It's just like playing on the stage. You could practice it in your practice room endlessly, and mm-hmm. that's awesome. I can do a million pop-ups you know, on my surfboard on dry land, but until I'm actually out there on the waves mm-hmm. with the texture of the water or until you're in the orchestra with all the other humans doing what humans do, which is be unpredictable – and, and then the artistry is just adjusting to that and making something beautiful every single time. Yeah, whatever it is, you know. whether it's a conversation, whether it's writing a presentation, whether it's following through on something at work that maybe you just don't really want to do. Like Nick said, maybe you just freaking don't like doing it. How can you change your perception about it? So that you look at the bigger vision, right? If there, if you work in a company, everyone is like a spoke in the wheel. And hopefully there's some element of that company culture that you resonate with. You're like, okay, well, I really don't want to do this report, but I'm supporting the bigger vision. Or just to hold yourself at a standard where you can deliver excellent work, be unattached as to whether you love to do it or hate to do it have an element of objectivity as you perform that action, because that's going to let go of the attachment, man, you're going to find a new level of productivity. And a new level of peace. Totally. Like just ease in what you're doing because you're letting go of all Mm -hmm. the other like attachments. And I think that's a big attachment to people and a huge reason for procrastination is I just don't feel like it. Like I'm just not feeling it, you know? And so people think like there's this misunderstanding or Mm -hmm. or weird kind of belief that everything has to feel good or you have to be like feeling it and in the right mood and you don't want to force anything. And and yeah, by and large, you don't want to go through your life forcing everything, but sometimes you got to kind of like just, you got to punch through. Like when I think about it, like you got to freaking paddle your ass off <laughs> or that eight foot wave is coming down on your head. Yeah, you know? true. And, and that yeah. does not feel good when your arms are, are burnt, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't always feel good, but that's how you, that's how you build the muscles. Look, mm-hmm. if you're doing everything in your life and you're just forcing your way through and grinning yeah, and something's off. It, yeah, like you're mm-hmm. definitely out of mm-hmm. alignment. But at the end of the day, like there's going to be that dance, that push and pull right. um, of navigating. And, and to me, that's the real artistry. Right, totally. And the more objective you are, the less attached you are, the less you suffer. You know, I, I was talking about this on the webinar today on intuition where I love it how there's there's many marketers and entrepreneurs. They're like, build the life of freedom. And they're equating freedom with making a lot of money. Now, money is awesome. I'm all for people making a lot of money. But the freedom is the absence of agitation in your mind. 
because I know a lot of people that make a lot of money and they are not free in their mind. So you want to look at like, what is it that can eliminate the agitation in your mind? And when you're in action, when you let go of the attachment of how you feel about getting something done, you just do it. You will have a new sense of freedom, which will then elevate your energy and then making, make taking actions all the more easy. Yeah. That's another, I think a big thing that people are missing is the like freedom. You're no matter what it is Mm -hmm. that you think you're trapped in, you're only trapped in your own mind. This is true. This is true. Same with procrastinating as you don't want to do it. It's your mind that's directing your actions. It's getting a hold. Your intellect has fallen asleep. Your mind is taking hold of you, how you feel, and you're not getting your stuff done. Yep. I mean, Nelson Mandela lived so much of his life in prison. Dude was still free in Mm -hmm. his mind Mm -hmm. because he wouldn't let himself be taken hostage. Be taken hostage. You know, so that I think that's a big piece. Like, you know, if you feel trapped, money's not going to fix it. Money's not going to. The fix new it. relationship isn't. You know, getting rid of the relationship you have isn't going to fix it. Right. Um, you know, whatever else that thing is that either the new job, you know, is not going to fix it. It sooner, might feel good for a while because sometimes change feels good, right? But sooner or later, yeah. you're going mm-hmm. to be trapped in your right. mind again, mm-hmm. and so that kind of leads us back to where we were going in the beginning of right. some of the deeper layers of the procrastination you talked about. Uh, low self-valuation, the fear of failure, things like that. Can you talk a little bit more in depth about some of that and and how those mm-hmm. bind a person yeah. and keep them in that stuck pattern? Yeah, so sometimes you just look at if something's happened to you in the past, we call this an analogical experience. It's, it's very traumatic. Your body, your energy body, and most people, you've probably heard of chakras. You know, there's many chakras. But if you just think, if you've ever been to a yoga class or done meditation and they're talking about their chakras, chakras are real. And I, I get a little annoyed when people talk about them in a real like love, light, and clueless way. Like your chakras are like these energetic wheels that allow a flow of vital life force energy in. So who doesn't want a flow of love coming in and coming out? Who doesn't want a flow of money coming in and coming out, right? So when something happens that is traumatic, your one of your chakras can take a hit, so to speak, and grab an emotional identity that then begins to attract more of the same. So I see this a lot with people who are really breaking through, say, lack and limitation, consciousness or confidence. They've had something happen And they're layering that persona. So pretty soon they're living their life from what is called a shadow side. It's they're living their life from low self-confidence because they're just layered in these beliefs. So, I mean, we have plenty of clearing processes that clear these and then allow the true essence of the human to be front and center. So the world doesn't affect you like it normally would. You just, you want to look at everything like, as energy and as magnetic, what is the resonance? What are you attracting? What you attract into your life is what is in your field. So it allows you basically to express more of your potential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, you know, look, I don't know about our listeners, but I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, this is one of your desires. You want to live from your full potential a hundred percent. You know, you're really striving to be the best person, the best human you can, to not be agitated, to not be conflicted, to to observe this ever-changing world 
and have a position of objectivity and compassion and kindness. Mm. You want to live a good life. Life is short. You know what? What happens when we get to the end and we're like, holy shit, did I not live even close to my full potential? That is not going to feel good. Well, just think about how much time you've spent in agitation <gasps> or disappointment. Or, or disappointment or blame, blaming other people, going outside of yourself, blaming other people, wanting things you don't have. It's okay to want, like it's okay to want, it's okay to bring new things in and make more money and have relationships. But if you're not at peace with yourself first, if you're not directing that positive, loving energy to you first, it really doesn't matter what you bring in. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's totally true. So some more tips to break out of the procrastination. Procrastination. I think number one is just see it, be acknowledge it. Right. Stop calling it something that it isn't. Be like, okay, I'm freaking procrastinating. I'm going to stop. Little extreme ownership. Extreme ownership, man. Like, yeah. stop it. Thank you, Jocko Willing. <laughs> stop it. Take action. And Echo Charles. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like you definitely got to see it. You got to see it. You, you know? got to acknowledge it. And then don't beat yourself up. Like, there's no point in being the woulda, shoulda, coulda. That just that just creates more yucky stuff. Just be like, okay, I am not in action. Like I like my potential. I'm not in my full potential. So now I'm going to, and it really starts by taking the actions. When people come to me in coaching situations, Mm -hmm. many times they, you know, they present with confusion Yes, and they're like, I just don't know what to do. And very few times have I found that to be actually the case. Yes, they actually do know what to do. They're just not doing it. Yeah, and they're trying to find like all these other things that they think. So it's like they need to stay in confusion so that they can continue to procrastinate. So if you want to go into a little bit deeper level, that's kind of how it can show up. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, you do. You do. And, if you sit and, and ponder for 10 minutes, you know exactly what to do. And to, you know, and to quote the great um, psychologist, Bob Newhart, stop it. Like, <laughs> if you've ever seen that skit. That's great. We'll have to put that in the show yeah, notes. We'll it's put it in such, show. such a great, great it's video. So, it's so funny. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you need to, you know, it, it, as gently and as lovingly as I can say it, like, you need to stop that. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, and- if you feel like you're really in need of some major clearing, reach out to us. You know, we'll hop on a call and then send you in a direction of one of our trainings or courses that really does exceptional work and getting to the soul level and subconscious layer of these blockages that unfortunately permeate society to a very deep level. Yeah. Yeah. We go faster. We go faster. Yeah. <laughs> we just like to go faster. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think by and large, uh, you can figure out a certain amount of things on your own, mm-hmm. wind up walking your karma and take a long time to do it. Or you can just go fast. You, you can get better tools. The universe loves when you go fast. Yeah. Get better tools, get better guidance and just go right. faster. So mm-hmm. that's why you're here now. If you want to take the next step, like then just reach out to us and we'll talk about what that yeah. looks like. Info at sourcemovement.com. So f- number one mm-hmm. is... Uh, basically just acknowledging Acknowledge and owning the fact it. that See, you're freaking yeah. procrastinating mm-hmm. and and not judging yourself about it. Right. You know, that's like, I don't know of a human being who doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, virtually every human being has done this at some time. So you're, congratulations, <laughs> now you're human. 
And great. So let's let's make a shift that. Right. So that, you know, kind of brings me to that next piece of you probably know what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. You're just making some excuse for why it needs to be something else or you need to be confused about it. Right. So tap in. Yeah. You know what it is. And really let go of the fear of what other people are going to think. I think sometimes we get this kind of attachment to what are people going to think if I do X, Y, Z, whatever. Just do what you got to do. do and never mind do. everybody else. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Put it in your schedule. Set and, it in yeah. your schedule. Yeah. If you can't do it immediately for whatever reason, mm-hmm. ideally, by the way, immediate action. And I am talking immediate. Mm-hmm. Like within five seconds. Well, after the podcast. Well, yeah, after the pod- <laughs> podcast. Don't go you know away what? yet. You can pause the podcast. No, I, I, no, I give you permission to pause the podcast and then and then go do the thing. But come back because there's more. Um, <laughs> but no, really, within within a few seconds to to take an immediate action yep. and marry yourself to that right. that becomes really really powerful. But if that's not possible. The immediate action is to put it in your calendar right now. Yeah, because that is a step. You're in action. When you plug it into your calendar, when you write it on a piece of paper, you put it in your calendar and your computer, you're in action. You've taken that first step. And then after you do the thing, it's super simple, is make another decision. Mm -hmm. What's next? And you probably know what's next. Right. So if you're doing it on your own, your strategy might not be the greatest, Right. But you're going to make forward motion because you're going to keep trying. Right. right? You might spin yourself in some circles. You might spin yourself out. You might get a little frustrated. But at least you're moving. Exactly. So if you got to do it on your own, at least keep moving. Right. You know, but if you're working with somebody, if you're getting getting good help and guidance, then your strategy is likely going to be much, much better. And you're going to make more of a streamlined approach and practice. Like that's the idea. That's the best thing I ever did with surfing was actually hire somebody to teach me. Yeah, totally. Because now, you know, in a few months I'm, I'm having a lot of fun surfing waves, um, and being really self-sufficient myself rather than like out there, like, you know, just jumping through and trying to figure it out and get my crap beat out of me. You took that action because you let go of how good you would be. You were just like, okay, let's go. So that's the other piece is let go of the attachment of how it's going to turn out. Yeah, you definitely have to be willing to suck to just take the imperfect action. Or just know that things might turn out differently than what you see right now. Like be open to that because they could actually turn out really magnificently in ways you never thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like let go of what you think it's going to be and be in action. The universe will reward you. Yeah. And then the speed. So what you'll see when you do this is that something, a word that we use a lot that honestly just like means the it means everything is like the flow of momentum yeah exactly so it's building momentum Mm -hmm. and it does take some time and it does take some effort Mm -hmm. but once you really start to build that momentum that's where you start to see a seamless flow right and then you get so far that you oh there's a train of of truth truth. oh it's a big train of truth steaming by that train of truth some go ahead finish well what i was going to say is that like there comes a certain point where you'd have to really try you'd have to consciously try to sabotage your momentum yeah and and, you know in order to not keep it going totally yeah yeah what were you gonna say no i had had a funny funny. i was on skype with a a client who listens to our podcast and the train of truth came by and she's like 
wait, it's real. I thought it was like a sound thing, a sound bite that you did. I'm like, oh my God, that's so cute. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) The train's very real. (laughs) It's very real, people. (laughs) So, okay. So acknowledge it, take action, let go of attachment. And if you need some extra help, email us info at sourcemovement.com. And remember the universe is freaking fast and we are here to help you annihilate your procrastination. Yeah. And, And on this page is some of our tools for keeping you grounded yeah, get and those tools. getting on to some of that. So if Free you have video series, it's so awesome. Yeah. If you haven't opted in for that, mm-hmm. it should be right on this page. Or if mm-hmm. you're seeing it somewhere else, uh, you go to sourcemovement.com forward slash success. Success. They're awesome tools. And yeah. you'll see like our faces and they're, they're kind of cute videos. Yeah. They're really great. There's some other things behind that that you mm-hmm. can opt in for. Um, if you want to go a little bit deeper, but that's a, that's actually a free resource. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And those, those tools are deep. Like they really, they seem they work ancient, super simple, but they're really, ancient really powerful. Tools. Awesome. Do we have time for a question? I think we have time for a question. All right. So this question came in, I think, I believe it's going to be applicable to many of our listeners and help you. So someone wrote in saying, I'm trying to work on my marriage and even decide if we should stay together. How do I best influence my spouse to be a better partner <laughs> well, nothing like a quick little question quick little question. The light something but you know what so many people are I, I i know this this person is really looking at i want it you know how do i just make it all go higher in the potentiality of it working out how do i you know influence is a strong word but i know they have the best interest at heart well i'm sure we've all been there at totally. some point you know um and this points us back to we need to do a relationship yeah. A podcast on okay. relationships or at least communication we talked about. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but since the question's here right now, let's address it. Um, number one is you're dealing with another human being. Mm-hmm. And human beings are going to be exactly who they are. And I don't want to be all mysterious about it, but basically a person is who they're going to be. Yeah. And your job is not to change that human. Mm -hmm. Your job is to love them exactly as they are. Oh, that can be tough. It's tough. Like, (laughs) it's not, I'm not saying it's easy. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it it really is that simple. Understand that your job is to just love them exactly as they are. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, full stop. Yeah. Now, I feel a a lot of silence on the other end. (laughs) In a marriage and in a partnership, their agreements get made. Mm-hmm. And I would say for us, without going into too much depth, like between you and I here, Kisma, mm-hmm. is one of our agreements is that we are kind of on this path of growth together mm-hmm. and we help one another whenever possible. Totally. But without creating uh, unnecessary attachments and connections and mm-hmm. really being as self-sufficient through that as humanly possible, mm-hmm. right? Because the idea is not, the idea of our relationship is not to grow together in a way that makes us more bound. No. It's actually for us to grow individually in a way that makes us more free. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I just want to put that out there. I think we should totally do a podcast on that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I feel it coming. But um, can I add something? Sure. Yeah. So what happens when you take the position, you can say it's your job or it's your obligation to love the person exactly as they are. There's another piece that I see, and Nick, I know you and I have talked about this, and this is the same 
and we'll expand upon this on the podcast in relationships and business, um, relationships with friends. It's not to just let them fall by the wayside or if they're doing something that's horrible. You also have an obligatory duty to take the relationship to the higher. So if someone, say your husband or your wife is doing drugs and it's affecting your marriage and your children, you love them, but you also have the obligation to sit them down and say, hey, this is not going to fly. Yeah, that's the next part. I was getting mm-hmm. to that with the um, agreements that yes. you make, right? So our that's our agreement, you know, and if I started doing drugs, you can bet that Kizma would have something to say about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I can do it anytime I want. You know, those, <laughs> those brownies I make, dude, are really awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it would I, be scary. I I almost would kind of want to see you on those brownies, just see what the kismo would be uh, like. I don't think so. I don't think it'd be yeah, good. No, the neighbors um, would wonder. But yeah, like there are agreements, and you mm-hmm. are living together, and especially if there's kids involved, you know, right. there there are other circumstances around that where if somebody's doing something really destructive, you, you know, you got to draw the line mm-hmm. and you got to make a stand for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if totally. my my parents might not appreciate me talking about this, but I'm going to talk about it anyway is, um, you know, my dad, uh, one time I think was, you know, he's kind of getting into some depression and stuff like that. My mom is a very, like she's by and large, like a very tolerant person. Like she's pretty chill. And like, but when she put her foot down, she was like, this freaking changes now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And my dad made some changes that really benefited him and really benefited everybody. Yeah. And, um, and there is a time and a place for that. And that's where you decide, um, to sever the relationship. If it's truly destructive to you Mm -hmm. and, or your kids, Mm -hmm. you have an, you have a greater obligation to yourself and you have a greater obligation to your children than you do to sustaining a marriage that is negative and destructive. Yeah, toxic. Now, that being said, not a fan of breaking the relationships yeah. before you deal with your stuff. You got to deal with your own stuff. I guess I, I know we're going to do a whole podcast, but let's bring it back to this. Do your work. Take two weeks, take a month, train a truth. And only focus on directing self-love towards yourself in constant inquiry as to what is coming up in you and how you are living from your full potential. It can't not affect the relationship in a positive way. Your greatest obligation is to actualize your potential. Totally. Like that is it. I think that's it. And so the reason I say that and the reason I say not a huge fan of just bailing on a relationship mm-hmm. is because there's still things there that that you're bound to um, and that are really activating different things mm-hmm. in you. And if you don't solve that and you leave the relationship, you are likely to re to just attract the exact same thing. Right. right. Uh, y- exactly. Yet again. Right. Because there'll be a void in your life and then you'll bring somebody else into that. And right. it, it will be basically resonating at the exact same frequency. Yeah. So you have to solve that in yourself. And then you're clean and clear. Then make the decision. Cool. I'm going to stay in the relationship. Great. Or I'm not going to stay in the relationship. It. Yeah. And we're going to complete it. And we're going to go on. Great. Yeah. Like, but, but before you actually get to that point of resolving everything in you, then you're still in a very precarious situation. Right. right. So that's the, I think the shortest answer. That's the shortest. We'll do a podcast on that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. 
yeah. coming up, forthcoming relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, everyone. Thanks for being here. We truly, truly appreciate you. If you have any questions, please send them in info at sourcemovement.com. If you want to check out our free video series on how to eliminate stress and overwhelm and negative energy, go to sourcemovement.com forward slash success. Or if you're on this page, uh, it's likely that there is a uh, little opt-in box right right next to it. It's a free resource. Like I said, there's a few things past that. If you decide you want to dive in deeper, go for it because Mm -hmm. those things are awesome. Yes. Uh, the brain activation is quite unique and cool, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but that's up to you, you know, check out the free resource, use it by, by God, just use it, you know, like it's there for you. Um, so get to get to it and then send us your questions about what's coming up with you for it. You know, like how you're using it. Like we want to hear how you're innovating. Totally. This, if you haven't noticed is a collaborative show and a collaborative movement. Mm -hmm. We're really about innovating and creating together Mm -hmm. and, uh, and helping one another to create something really beautiful with our lives. So we're so glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. You are awesome. Uh, Have an awesome day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace.